information delivered through this program is provided as an educational resource only and is not to be used for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. If you require any form of professional support, please seek it out for yourself. Greetings, Abundant Seekers, and hello, Val. Hello, Blake. How are you? I am good. I'm doing very good. I'm very excited about today's show because um, I don't have to do any work. Uh, <laughs> look, you're my partner. I'm going to make you work whether you like it or not. You should yeah, I know. I, just, I, was, I thought, oh, let me see if I can get away with that. I, yeah. I, knew, I knew better. But I am excited. So I, I am very much so, too. So, you know, to kind of sum it up here on today's show, we're going to be learning about track. T-R-A-C-K. And, you know, Val and I, we love us some acronyms. And this is a really, really cool one. So we are going to be learning about track, and we're going to learn about how it can help you to bring alignment, focus, and success, of course, into your life. So, Val, uh, you know, what what's, what what does this encompass? What, what, what are you going to explore today, really? Well, today's special guest is my good and dear friend, Chris Dyer. And something that you need, like, if you can call Chris Dyer as your friend, you are one lucky person. And for me in, in my life, Chris has been uh, my accountability partner, I don't know, for probably more than a year. And she just helps keep me on track. Like, Val, are you doing the things that you said that you were going to do? Um, she lifts me up when I need to be lifted up. She uh, keeps me down when I need to be kept down. And I just, I'm so excited to have her not only as a friend and on my side, but to have uh, her on our show today. And um, hopefully uh, she will spark uh, something inside of you today. Yeah. So I'm going to give her an official introduction because I'm, I'm known the world over for my great introductions. So, so we are delighted to welcome her back. She's known as the Rebel Entrepreneur. She is the founder and CEO of Chris Dyer Consulting. And I personally lovingly know her as the Butterfly Lady. And I hope we'll have time to explain exactly why I uh, think of her that way. But uh, please welcome to the show, Chris Dyer. Hi, Chris. Hi. Thank you, guys. And so now I'm going to have to ask you about... What does it mean to you when I you say I bring you down? Because I only aspire to lift people up. <laughs> I thought that when she um, said it too. <laughs> well, then that came out wrong. Um, like if I'm getting overworked about something that I don't need to be worked up about, you're like, you do not need to be worked up about this. You you don't bring me down. You calm me down. So I'm sorry I misspoke. But like, I I tend to get really overly excited about things that or over worried about things that I don't need to worry about. And you're like, you know what, honey, that's not, that's a future you problem, or you don't need to worry about that, or you just help calm me down. And that's, so I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's a good thing. So she, she, she helps to calm you down yeah. by picking you up. Picking like up your energy. Yeah. Write that down. We have an early Ryan Rock. <laughs> I'm sorry that didn't come across good, but that's what I meant it. I would write that down, Chris. I would put that, literally write that down. I would put that somewhere as part of, you know, your, for lack of a better word, your pitch. Because I think that's a yeah. wonderful expression that really encapsulates you. You help yeah. people to kind of calm down 
by lifting them up. And and it really shows how you're, you're not toxic positivity. You're, you're yeah. productive positivity. And yeah. you help people to really bring into focus what matters, what's important, and not sweat the small stuff, which is Val's catchphrase as far as I know. As I always, once a week, we talk about how she, I don't sweat the small stuff. And clearly, you're a big reason for, for, the, for how she embraces that. No, absolutely. And it's a great way to open up. Our discussion today and and yes. you know who who am i and my energy that i bring to the table and yep. and so i i have sort of self-described myself as being the calm in the eye of the storm right that right when all the noise and all the minutiae of life is going on whatever that looks like is like there's a there's a grace and a poise of controlling our energies our emotions and our ego and mm-hmm. how i conduct myself in every situation and Sometimes the coach has to coach themselves, right? I mean, you just, it's, it's that constant embodying and remindering who we are and what our big role is and our purpose and calling is and how we show up in the world. So I received that and it was a great, great way for, to, to catch us on our own stuff, right? <laughs> and to be, right. and to be challenged and, and just like, okay, let's ask the question. What did that, what did that mean? Please clarify. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, because there is a, um, there is a negativity bias for humans to go down that negative path. It's like, well, then let's ask the question. What did that really mean? Let's open that up, unpack it. And that, that was a great way to start. So, Amen. Yeah. so let me let me kind of toss the ball out to you with, uh, I mean, the obvious question, first of all, what is track? I mean, get us started on that. But I have a personal question I want to ask, and I keep forgetting to ask it to you. Yeah. Um, Dyer. Now, that may be a married name for all I know. I don't know. But I'm just wondering, is is there any connection to the late, great Wayne Dyer? Um, no, Blake, and I do get asked that frequently. So yeah, you're, okay. you're probably one of 100. <laughs> I, I thought there's um, no way no one's asked her that, considering what you do for a living. No, there there is, however, a celebrity dynamic with the last name Dyer. And there's a George Dyer, who's a famous singer in the, um, the, the community in Utah. It's the... Mormon community. Okay. Yeah. And which I don't, I know this much about Mormonism. Um, what so, I know is great that, that is, that's what I know is great music. music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's the only celebrity status that I can claim. And that's only by marriage affiliation. <laughs> right. But uh, I, I, I would like to say that psychologically, spiritually, hopefully I embody a lot of the late great Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, those of us that are coaches, light workers, working in the spiritual space, transformational space, we all typically speak the same language, right? That's right. And so just really in the last couple of years have I joined the conversation because it's not new, but it's how we can envelop our story to um, spark that influence or inspiration in someone else, right? So I'm really just now joining the conversation, however through my adult life and then being able to put the words into a message that I could convey who I am showing up in a bigger way, sort of changing that narrative. Um, so when, when Val and I first started knowing each other, working together, we met at a, at a boot camp, and I was a different person. I mean, that was a different person. We all are different people than we were two years ago. And, and so there, there was a narrative and, and sort of a typecast um, because I was getting my legs up underneath back underneath me, right? Sometimes life can take your legs up from underneath you and it takes a while um, of a, by investing in yourself, um, leaning into soul guides, 
mentors, resources, life coaches, whatever it, whatever it takes to get back on your, on your feet. And, 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 and so all of, all that philosophy had, had always already been inside of my heart. And now that I have my legs back underneath me, it's time for me to shine that light brighter, help, who can I help inspire to live their life more purpose, purposefully and um, just be that light for other people. For anyone tells me they like the sound of my voice, I always say, oh, that's Wayne. That's Wayne speaking through me. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So break down the acronym for us and uh, and then uh, tell us what it's about. And um, what, what I'll kind of do is I'll, I'll give you a little structure and you can play with it however you want is uh, break down the acronym, give us the, the, the impact, and then uh, feel free to speculate or share on what it'll do for everybody who's listening, what, what each of the, 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 the five components uh, will do in, in you know, improving your life and uh, pushing you toward greater success and transformation or whatever it is you're looking into. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, track is just an, an easy acronym. Um, it's a nice play on words as well. Um, when we think of our life's journey, our S-O-U-L, soul purpose, and in our calling in our life, um, there, there's a trajectory. And um, so track is, think of like a railroad track, if you will, right? And so we're building those rails as we go through our life and our journey. And um, there's, a, there's a destination, um, but sometimes life will cause us to get off track. <laughs> and sometimes we lean into our, our soul guides, mentors, teachers to help pull us back on track. And some people are starting at zero. They really haven't learned to develop a track. So it's either get on track, get back on track, define your track, right? What does that even look like? And so I, I, I love the double connotation and the play on words, but, but track, I was able to break it down through working through some of my own personal coaching practices and coaching, self-coaching, self-healing. Um, you got to make it easy, right? You got to make it so people, you, you, you take out the scary. <laughs> um, so, so track is an acronym. Um, the, the T represents um, transforming your perspective on life and your circumstances. Um, the R is uncovering the relationship with yourself and how events in your life are connected and improving your relationship with yourself. That's also going to improve your relationship with other people in your circle, your tribe, your inner circle, and um, also with your business. I mean, we are, we are all entrepreneurs here in this space. Typically, of course, if you're listening on the outside, everything that, everything that we educate from here is totally applicable applicable to in any phase of your life, in any type of job or occupation that you might have. Um, you may be struggling with relationships, um, different types of um, addictions or crutches that we hold on to, and there's some, there's some emotional damage and, and some unpacking that we need to do. Um, so that would be what the R would represent. The A is action. <laughs> I am a high action individual, even though I don't act like it very much high action because without the action, knowledge is useless. Knowledge is cheap. We can have books of knowledge, just uh, just your philosophical bookshelf, if you will. But when you just let it sit there and don't do anything with it, nothing happens. The, the needle does not move. 
And so, you know, A is definitely the action part and there's, there's more in there as well, but I'm going to keep it, keep it short for, for today's version. And the C is unlocking the, um, the creativity. Um, those that know me and know that I'm a highly creative individual, that's a very important aspect of my current business models. And I love to help individuals unlock their creativity and their assets. And so a favorite tagline, um, along with the rebel entrepreneur, is getting off your assets. And yes, that does have a double meaning because, um, like Val, the physical component is very much part of who I am and a way that um, I am able to navigate and regulate the energy, the emotions, and the ego by using physical action. Um, and also, I want to make sure that we're all aging gracefully, right? I mean, we're here. We're here we have such a finite time on Earth. We don't know when our final day is, but we want to feel good in our own skin. We want to be healthy. When we want to be able to continue doing all the things that we take for granted today when we're, we hopefully make it to 75, 80, 90. I, I would love, my personal goal is to be ageless and, and to be able to continue to do all the things I want to do to per, in perpetuity until my last breath here on earth. And how do I help other people also do that? You know, our businesses is only one facet of what we do. It's not who we are. I mean, parts of who we are come out in our business. And yet I look at the whole holistic perspective of the individual and how are they taking care of themselves? Um, that is, that is a passion of mine. And um, there's a background that goes along with that. So, there's a little bit of physical and metaphysical when we're talking about coaching, being those guides and those mentors and, you know, the transformation that goes to, and a little bit to the metaphysical and it, and it sounds woo, but when you can actually put hard facts, strategies, skills, systems in place, you help the individual write their own success playbook. And it's very individualized um, to the person because we're all, we all know what makes ourselves tick. And so a great coach will, uncover that and, and seek to understand the individual and all the ways that they think and process information and also unpack some of that emotional trauma. So my goal as a coach is, is helping to helping that individual create their own success playbook. And then the K is the knowing and the knowledge, trusting yourself, knowing yourself. And when you know yourself and your values and, and the decisions you make in your values in your life and in your business, you don't have to second guess yourself, right? You, you no, no, no longer need to really seek outside of yourself for that external validation, right? You just keep moving forward. Okay, um, we're not perfect, but I know I can pick myself up. And if I'm making two, three, four decisions in a day that's moving me in my higher goals and purpose, then to me, that's a success. And we all judge success differently. Um, you know, success for a lot of people tends to lean towards financial. Um when you get yourself right and you're working in your values and in your goals, this, the, the financial part will come, right? It's adding that value and that impact in your community. And that's, that's my journey in a nutshell. So I'll be quiet for a moment, Blake, and let you open up the questions. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I love that the, the, what you touched on was the, the, the financial, that, that that takes care of itself. You know, the, the, the most profound lesson that I was ever taught in developing myself professionally was anyone can make money, right? Everyone's obsessed with it. Well, I have to find a way to make money at it. Well, if I can turn that into a thing that makes money, it becomes a career and everything revolves around it. And yet it's the one thing everybody can do. 
you can go and take you know uh, soda cans out of a garbage pail. I don't know if you guys have that here, but you know we we can take those and get money for them, right? You know, you go and you you exchange them. You can go get liquor bottles and take them to the whatever. Like, there's a million ways that you can get somebody to hand you over some amount of money, and yet that's the obsession. What is a challenge for all of us is in expressing our creativity in a way that interests others and being our true self and all those things. And we never work on those. And truly successful people are the ones who have tapped into that. They have figured out how to do that, to share of themselves so deeply that even as a stranger, we feel a connection to them. And then we say, gee, how did they get so rich, though? That's how. That's how it is. They gave out richness. And a different kind of richness came back to them. And I love that you touch on that because it's it's so important for people looking to get on a path of success to understand that that path is not paved in gold or silver or nickels or dimes or whatever. It's paved on intention, value, and purpose. And when that's the path you walk, the trees along that path are covered with money. <laughs> if you want to look at it that way, that's that's what will happen. Get on the path of personal uh, success. So, uh, Val, I know you've got some great uh, questions for, for Chris, so I'm going to turn it over to you. I'll leave that up, and I'll bring it up occasionally. Uh, there is the actual acronym broken down um, for people, and uh, and we can uh, talk about – we'll talk about each one separately and then kind of how it all works together as a whole, which you've already touched on a little bit. But Val, what do you got for Chris? Um, I have a three-part question. Uh, I'll break it down uh, one by one. My first question is, if somebody is off track, you know, I mean, I think we would all be in denial if 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 we said that COVID hasn't changed us in some way. Ch COVID has changed all of us in some way. So for the person who is like, I am coming off of two of the hardest years of my life, I insert whatever their trauma is. I lost my job. I lost my house. I lost my, my, my wife and my kids, whatever. And they have no idea where to start. Where would you suggest they start? What is the very first thing that you would suggest that they start on? Well, first we would change the perspective on knowing what we can control and what we can't control, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many things that we can control and that's really what we should be focusing on. And then let's unpack that <clears throat> the 20, 30 years, whatever it looks like, you know, what did you study? What, what was your occupation? What are, what are some of the things you do that you did in your, in your career history that were either paid and unpaid? There's a lot of skills that we underutilize that we've, we've invested in through our time over our life that we didn't get paid for. So we don't really count it as part of our treasure chest. Mm -hmm of assets, right? And so every person's story, unique career history is totally unique and different. It's like, let's start asking the right questions. Nobody's going to have all the answers, but it's about asking the questions of what can I do? What have I done? Where was I successful in my past? What made me happy? When was I happiest? What was I doing? So that would be my first question for somebody who's in a place of kind of being stuck about what the next step is. Well, what's the, what's the best next step, right? It's not like, oh, let's figure out what you're going to be doing 10 years from now because what you think, if you plan that out that 10 years, what you in, what it's going to look a whole lot different, right? So let's just like, okay, here's my goal. This is what I want. Make that one decision, that one first step. Let's figure out where your you know, past success leads clues for future success. And so 
do a great job of unpacking all that for the individual. Now, I know Val's got three parts to her question, but I want to jump in on this one a sec because I think this is going to be the real uh, kicker for a lot of our audience. I know a lot of people just perked up and went, ooh, because that first step, that's, I mean, let's face it, I built an entire business around helping people find the first step. That's literally what I do. So, and I know because people want that. That's what they need. Nobody, nobody's worried about where is it going to end up. Everyone's, where do I start? The big question is always, where do I start? So guide us through the, the acronym um, and, and how, how would somebody take this, walk along this track, as it were, in finding the first step? How would they use each of these five steps very quickly and simply to find their first step, to find that, to figure out their true self and where they should be headed? Well, sure. I mean, um, I mean, first would be like, in your mind, where do you see yourself when you're 80 years ago? What does that look like? Right. Define that who, what, where, when, how, why, what is, what does that even look like? What do you want? When we know what you want in the big picture, that helps us set the track for success. Right. So then we got to begin unpacking. Okay. What, what, what's, what's holding you up? Let's unpack that. Now let's work on your relationship with yourself. How does that look? And then start putting, putting some, tangible actions in place and the habits, um, those habits for success that are going to help get you to that goal, whether it's a weight loss goal, or maybe you want to be in a physique competition, or you want to make a million dollars in the next five or 10 years, whatever. There's some actual habits that must happen. You have to show up in high action to achieve those goals. It's not going to happen passively. Um, and then the seed, you know, the creativity, um, your career, maybe some people are just in the wrong career that they really, it's not giving them any passion or any drive. Okay, let's work on what you can do. What do you love? Let's, let's figure out how to incorporate that. And the, the creativity really, and you touched on this word, Blake, and, and creativity enriches our lives, right? There's so much depth and creativity can come from all different places. People, and I always love to check and challenge people and they like, say, oh, I'm not a creative blah, 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 whatever. It's like, I'm going to challenge that. Everybody has a gift. They have something about them that they can express through creativity. It can be art. It can be music. It can be numbers, right? Even, even accountants think they're not creative, but they're a very high blueprint. But I challenge that. It's like, no, you have a gift with numbers, right? I mean, that that's your zone of genius. And, and helping people understand where their zone of genius truly is and that drives them and makes them happy. And then Putting that, the bow on the package is the K, the knowing and the trusting yourself. It's like, oh, I can stop second guessing myself. Oh, I can quiet the noise and listening to all these external influences saying, oh, you have to be this, you have to be that, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's like, no, right? Just honor yourself, know who you are, cut, cut out the rest of the CRAP, <laughs> right? I mean, and that's, that's where we get bogged down. It allows you, getting on track helps you line up your focus, right? And and then so you can you can weed out through the noise and just keep working towards that goal, right? And there's there's everybody wants our attention, right? Social media wants our attention. The television wants our, you know, all these other entities is like when you know what you want, do what you can every day to get closer to that goal. And and then then Okay, let's figure out the first steps. You know, when you work with a coach or a guide, they're going to hold your hand, walk side by side. And, you know, some people, they, they might be stuck in where they are and all they see is that huge mountain, right? Well, a good coach and a guide helps to flatten out that mountain. It's like, okay, 
let's even the playing field here, right? It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. A great coach or a guide will walk beside you and help challenge you. Okay, the first step is like, let's get over this baby hill, right? Once you de you developed in that confidence, that courage to even take those steps, then you're ready for the next hill and then the next one. And they just keep get, getting bigger and bigger and helping you get closer to that goal, right? And then at some point, you've provided these skill sets, strategies um, to the individual where they can sort of get their own legs underneath them. They know their own strength. They know their capabilities. Like, okay, I got this. Thank you so much. And then they can start taking off and you're going to cheer them all, you know, as they keep descending that climb, whatever that goal is. The cool thing is, is when you provide those strategies and tools, they're theirs forever, right? Mm -hmm. It's like they're building their own personal craftsman skill uh, tool chest. Right. And a lot of people are distracted by the lumber and the PVC piping. Like if you go to a Home Depot, right, that's all they think about. Oh, and that's what they see. But the, the, the true building blocks are in the nuts and the bolts. It's those fine-tuning details um, in the physical training segment. You know, a lot of people will walk into a gym, they'll, they'll watch and observe, and, and, and they could totally botch a productive and effective routine on trying to build muscle or um, whatever that looks like. And it's the tweaking, the fine-tuning of those movements that makes all the difference, and that's what a good coach does. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the house is built is made of. If you put it on a poor foundation, mm -hmm. down it will come. Yeah. yeah. And some some people just need some more. They need some better nuts and bolts, right? Or they that didn't even think sense. about the nuts and bolts, right? Yeah. All they see is the lumber, the big picture. So. Well, that's it. And if you get caught up in the big picture, you get overwhelmed when you realize that little manageable tweaks that you can perform yourself with a little support and guidance is mm -hmm. what's really going to strengthen it. That's when you get in tune with your goal and realize, I can do this. I, I don't have to be scared. I don't have to be overwhelmed. I love that you use the mountain analogy because I was told a few years back that many coaches will show you how to climb over the mountain. But a special coach will show you how to get around the mountain. And a truly mm -hmm. phenomenal coach will help you unpack your superpowers so you can blast through the mountain. Mm -hmm. And so I love the mountain analogy. Is, I like that. Is, I like yours even better. See, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that one, but it's, yeah. uh, it, it is, it is special. And I, I try to live by it every single day. So thank you for that. That makes this kind of the million dollar template. The, think of track as uh, the acronym as a template. So you take your goals, your dreams, mm -hmm. your struggles, whatever, punch them into this acronym and it will guide you on a path to creating them and helping them to come true. So thank you so much for that, Chris. Well, even, even a shift in perspective is you're, you're above the mountain. And so the mountain looks like a pebble, right? That's right. Yeah. And that is a shift in perspective is always the first step. And people sometimes often forget it. They miss yeah. it. So thanks for letting me jump in there, Val. Back to you. Uh, Chris, Blake and I in our show, we love to give our fans, family, follower, and friends uh, what we call practical and tactical. So if there is one habit, one mindset, one tip or trick, as it may be, that somebody can do to truly move the needle in their life, you can only pick one. I know I'm, I'm, I'm putting you in the corner. Uh, what would your recommendation be? What is the one habit, skill, tool? Go. Your first 
morning activities need to be focused on your development and your mindset. First and foremost, that sets the tone for the entire day. Yep. Amen. I shared my morning routine with folks yesterday on day one of our three-day workshop. I, I peeled back the curtain and shared every detail of it because that is, that's the money for me. How you start your day is how you'll finish your day. Chris, will you share with us how you start your day as yeah. an example? My, well, it's really funny because even when I was a mother and my kids were young, my favorite part of the day was always the early part of the morning because Amen. you'd get up before the rest of the house is up. Oh. <laughs> nobody's Amen distracting you. Nobody's asking you for anything. And that, that is your quiet introspective time to read, to study, to meditate, just to, to be still. Right. And, um, and so I still do that even today. I, I, I love being able to read. For 30 minutes. I love now. I didn't used to journal, but now writing is such a creative expression of that pen to paper. And it opens up so many more corridors in your brain that they're tucked away. And you don't really start, you don't think or focus on them until you start writing. And then it jogs something that it allows you to expand upon. Um, you know, just the quietness and the stillness. And I love my Sunday mornings because I give myself the gift of more time to be able to read. And um, I'm, I'm kind of a self-discovery junkie, if you will, <laughs> because, and, I've, and I've, I know I've shared this analogy, it's like no matter how clean you think your house is, there's always a cobweb or a dust bunny somewhere, right? Because we're human, right? We're spiritual beings living this human existence. And with being a human, there's that negativity bias and things try to, Things will come at us from different angles and different sides that we didn't anticipate. And so I like to talk about a couple things like we're developing a backbone, right? Our, our, our physical backbone, that, that's where the physical comes in. But the metaphysical is the mental backbone, right, um, of how, how we hold ourselves and conduct ourselves in the face of a storm and how we navigate through that. Um, the only way through it or around it. You can go around it or you got to go through it. Somehow you got to process it and unpack it. But, um, but also, and um, for any of our friends who might be accountants or whatever, there's, there's a book called Profit First, and it talks about the uh, paying yourself 10% first off the top whenever you receive abundance, money, whatever that looks like. And so I've been able to put that framework in my story and how it applies and just make it super simple. It's like 10 to 15% of your waking hours – you need to invest in yourself, right? So it's that morning. It's that, that going outside and for, do the walk, go to the gym, whatever that looks like. Um, it's, you know, healthy meal prep, you know, getting in that, getting, giving our body exactly what it needs, right? Proper nutrition, water, rest, um, and recovery, um, you know, exercise and the quiet time, the, med the meditation and, um, and, and oxygen, Right. Because when you're outside walking, you're getting in that oxygen into your brain. If you're meditating, you're breathing. So all those things, when you give your body exactly what it needs, body has a magical way of healing itself. You can also heal your thinking. Um, and that's that's the foundation for being successful. Just about anything you do, successful in your relationships. When you give yourself that time every single day, no exceptions. When the, morning, when the morning, <laughs> when the day. Yeah. Is that, Tony, is that Tony Robbins or is that Brenda Burchard? 
They're both they're both amazing. <laughs> but we'll you know what? Say, we'll just say Oprah. We'll just say Oprah. That's our I, love, I love Oprah. Yeah. yeah. In the but, morning, in the day. But you know what? I mean, everybody can say, well, I don't have time for this or I don't have time for that. It's like, I'm going to challenge you. Everybody has 24 hours. What does your normal day look like where we can find ways to fit that in? Yeah, 100%. Because without it, you're setting yourself up for disaster long term. My, my, I have a good friend who really is not a morning person. She mm -hmm. actually kicks in about 11 p.m. at night. So she does all of that at, at night. Yeah. You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe morning. I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that. I'm morning, more of a morning person. I mean, I can't stay up much past 830, but uh, have a portion. What I'm hearing you say is have a portion of your day. Could be yeah. morning, could be night. You get to pick. It's it's your yeah. life. You decide. You yeah. and, and that's part of the rebel entrepreneurs. Like you get to write their own rules, right? Yeah. Who's to say that it has to be in the morning? Right. It's like, no, I mean, rules are guidelines, but I won't say rules are meant to be broken. I mean, there's some, there's some absolutes, death, taxes, and gravity. You know, we, we can't, yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. else is, is up for interpretation. Really? I've literally gotten emails from her and, you know, you can see on your email when it was said at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what are you doing at three o'clock in the morning? She's like, mm, that's when I do my best work. Yeah. I'm like, well, then you do you. Write your own dang rules. <laughs> Write your own dang rules. I love that. Love that. hundred percent. hundred percent. If you had to eat one meal and one meal only for the rest of your life, what would it be? Now you didn't Every ask me what my last meal would be. <laughs> so I can't give you that one. Just um, something fun and it light. You can only eat one food for the rest of your life. What would it be? That's a good question. Um, because it's easy, simple, it's easy to meal prep. If I had to eat the same thing every day, it would probably be some type of chicken Caesar salad or some kind of big honking cob salad, right? So it has yeah. all the healthy things, healthy fats, yeah. all the things. My mass, my last meal would be something with pork ribs or pork <laughs> barbecue or something. <laughs> and that's not always healthy. Of course, without the barbecue sauce, pork's probably not that bad. But then if you are a um, you know vegan, I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, but I do. Cool. I do love barbecue. But I also love I love cob salads and I, lo I love I love healthy food as well. And it's a balance, right? I, ju I just think we want to ask all of our guests like one off the topic question <laughs> like that. Keep them on their toes. Yeah. You did yeah, beautiful. That's right. Yes, that's our that's our job to throw our guests off. And yeah. <laughs> Chris is never off. I've never Unless you're vegan, right? I mean, if you go to any restaurant, you can get some kind of cop salad, right? If you're, yeah. you know, keto or, you know, paleo or whatever. I mean, that's pretty much a safe space wherever you go, no matter where you are in your healthy lifestyle. You've, you've nailed it on the head for me, Chris. That was probably my greatest sacrifice in switching to plant-based eating is giving up my cob salad. I was yeah. my go-to at any restaurant I went to. If I yeah. couldn't decide, or some restaurants, frankly, no offense, I, I just didn't like what they had on the menu. Right. They'd always have a Cobb salad. And mm -hmm. I became a bit of a connoisseur. Cobb salad and French onion soups. I became, you know, I was like the 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 uh, critic, the food critic. I'll have your Cobb salad and your French onion soup, and I'll let you know how they are. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I really missed giving mm -hmm. that up. Eggs and cheese. Hey. Those are my those are my weakness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So, I passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
salad is so Donald much better. Your certificate. Salad is so much better when somebody else makes it. Yeah. Right. What is that? Well, all food. All food's better well, if somebody else it. makes it, serves that's it, and does the dishes. Well, the Cobb salad has to have dark leafy lettuce. I don't do white lettuce. It's like, really? Can you not Amen. give me something less less packed yes. with nutrition than white yeah. iceberg lettuce? I'm sorry. When I was a kid, it was it was iceberg or Boston lettuce and mm-hmm. uh, white bread. Those are the things. And as an adult, I just can't even think, how did I eat those? It's There's yeah. nothing to them. It's just, it's what you get used to. Once you're used to whole wheat bread, white bread is like, what the heck is this? You know, yeah, what is this duck food? So it's crazy. Um, <laughs> just before we wrap things up, uh, Chris, I want to ask you to just let us know what you're currently working on. Uh, you know, something you're supporting, something you're building, creating anything. And most importantly, how can our audience uh, become involved in it? Well, that is the million dollar question. I'm not oh. only just working on one thing. Um, I can tell you what I'm focused on is being a better human and just every day being better than I was the day before, honestly. And everything else is a byproduct of when I show up in relationships, Mm -hmm. um, where I show up and how I contribute to community and making impact with the people that I serve Mm -hmm. through my business. And there's, there's some very important people that I'm called to serve and continue to grow my businesses. That's only going to benefit them. And clearly the more and the more effectively I impact more people than that, that abundance is going to reflect on them. So it's me showing up consistently day after day, show up for myself so that I can show up for the others that I'm, that I'm serving in multiple Amen. capacities. It's not just one thing. So, you know, we know you definitely, those who know you for even a moment know that that's kind of your trademark. You're working on a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the things that you, you work on, I love, that's why I call you the butterfly lady is your wonderful uh, creative creative expression outlet, um, the embellished butterfly. How can people uh, reach that? Is there a link we can throw up real quick? Uh, for people Sure. Um, well, I do have a, a website, and actually I'm going to, pending, I have a new website that I'm just working on the tweaks, getting ready to, um, to approve that. But the old website will plug into the new website just because um, my new website needed to better reflect the – um, the level of service services that are provided, not just being a product-based business. Beautiful. Um, so the initial website is embellishedbutterfly.com. There are links to connect with me there. There is um, a brief landing page about the type of coaching that I provide. Um, and again, the new website will be a little more comprehensive. And then other ways that I express creativity and helping others um, show gratitude for their ideal clients through gifts of gratitude. Um, There's the signature business embellished butterfly that helps do that. Um, But also I collaborate with other creatives and help them market their business. And there's collaborative opportunities to showcase them um, retail or online wholesale retail, whatever that looks like. Um, And so the coaching is primarily to help excuse me, help creatives um, take the scary out of starting and scaling their business. And um, there's something else I wanted to say, and I, human. (laughs) 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 It left left the building. (laughs) You and me both. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, the link is there. It's also in the comments. If you're watching us on uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube, those will be clickable links. You can just click on it and it'll take you straight to the Embellished Butterfly website. Check it out. It is fun. Just to go around and look at the stuff is uh, very, very cool. Um, but you get to know a little bit more uh, about uh, Chris as well uh, on that site. So check that out. Uh, real quick, some uh, super fast plugs for us. Be sure to join me and Val right after this. And I mean, right after this. Val and I are going to P.E. and we're back on the air for day two of our three-day workshop. The event is entitled, Today is the First Day of Your Post-COVID Life. And our topic on day two is called, Normal is Overrated. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> and we're going to be discussing the opportunities that probably lie ahead for most, if not all of us in a world that, let's face it, is never going to be quite the same again. And we're going to talk about why that's probably a good thing. And tomorrow, we'll be hosting our first mastermind. We have one seat left on that mastermind, so come and join us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have an intensive coaching session, and we're going to be supporting you in any struggle that you may be dealing with, any goal that you may be pursuing. So we hope that you can join us. So thank you so much, Chris, for being here and sharing with us. Uh, I, I have to believe this has been an incredibly valuable episode for people. There's some people starting a brand new uh, day and a new life tomorrow morning, as far as I'm concerned, if they can just follow a few of the things that you shared. I want to just uh, jump to what's going to probably become a regular department on our show um, and uh, the, the top three takeaways. So the top three takeaways from today's show, from my mind, I hope you have your own, but just to sort of remind you what we talked about, the top three for me were 10% of your day should be focused on you. Just like 10% of your income should go to yourself, you know, 10% of everything that comes in should go out. 10% of the time that comes to you should be focused on you. Incredibly valuable uh, topic and, and, and fit some of that 10% into the start of your day. Uh, secondly, is transforming your perspective is almost always your best first step. You know, this is what you have the most control over. It's, it's a powerful thing. It's hard to shift it. But if you can, you hold power in your hands. So shift the perspective first. And thirdly, it's the nuts and bolts, the small manageable parts of your life that truly support your strength. The building is held up by the joints and the bolts and the nuts and the tightening. No matter how powerful a building is, what great material it's made out of, if the structure, the infrastructure, and the foundation are weak, down that giant will come. So don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. Grow daily with little steps to big success. I got it in there. There you go. I fit in my plug. So those are your top three takeaways uh, for today. Sorry, my top three takeaways for today. I hope you take a moment to check out your top three takeaways because those will be your action steps to building success for later. So uh, we hope that you can join us for some of the great stuff that we got going. And in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. And remember to stay strong and always keep smiling because you got this.